Hey guys, a very exciting announcement to make. Birthbox is now live. An online hypnobirthing program getting you informed, ready and excited for birth. Check it out in the link below and enjoy the podcast. Hey guys, welcome to the podcast. You're listening to Pop That Mama, a passionate first-time mum sharing my tips and tools for a positive pregnancy, childbirth and journey into motherhood. On this episode, I'm going to be busting some common myths around motherhood. Enjoy listening. Thanks for tuning in, guys, and welcome, welcome to the podcast. So this one's going to be slightly different to my usual podcast because I think usually I go for a high energy, you know, lots of information, straight to the point approach. But I feel like this topic requires a bit more reflection and, you know, a bit of a slower pace. So I've got myself a nice cup of tea and I'm in the bedroom Juniper's fast asleep, Tom's finishing work, so I now have this space and time to kind of unpack this topic in detail with you guys. So let's begin. I often find myself thinking back to what I thought motherhood would be like, and I think, geez, like I was so wrong. And then I also find myself questioning where the hell did these preconceived ideas come from? You know, and I've thought about this a lot. Where did all of these ideas come from? Where are they from? Because they are so strong and clear in my mind. And, you know, I'm finding that these images and these thoughts and these ideas are being unraveled before my eyes because I am now experiencing motherhood for myself. But I do think the media is a massive contributor to our ideas of motherhood. You know, I can already bring an image in my mind of really perfect looking mother, breastfeeding baby who is gazing into her eyes, you know, beautiful, pristine outfit, immaculate. And actually that image is so wrong. You know, if I think back to my first experience of breastfeeding, I was in the hospital, my boobs were engorged, my nipples were sore, you know, I was so stressed out that Juniper wasn't latching on, that the tension I had in my back and neck was so bad, like I was hunched over, Tom just kept on having to say, Pop's like, let, you know, relax, your shoulder's really tense, and even the midwife was like, you you need to relax, but I was just so paranoid that she wasn't able to latch on, and, you know, it was, it was, wasn't even conscious, but it was unconscious that I was tensing up like that, and, you know, I, I couldn't put a top on for two weeks straight, because my nipples were so sore, I was walking around the house topless, and obviously, you know, baby gets sick all over you, so I'm just thinking, like, that image of perfect mum breastfeeding is so incorrect, especially in that beginning period. I'm just imagining a picture of myself. No way, Jose, would that make the kind of media outlets because it's just so different. 
But, you know, obviously there is the kind of beautiful bonding experience of breastfeeding. There definitely is. And, you know, now Juniper's six months. I've been breastfeeding her the whole time. And we actually have this running joke that goes on whilst I feed her. And it's amazing because I'm like, she's only six months and I'm already having jokes with her. Like we're having banter. And basically it's like I make this kind of clicking sound with my mouth like. And then she'll look up at me and be like, what's that sound? And in that moment, I stop, like I'm tricking her and then she'll go back to feeding and then I'll make the sound again. And she looks up like, hey, you're tricking me. And we both laugh. And it's amazing. Like, obviously, that breastfeeding does allow for that, like beautiful, intimate moments that you have with your baby. But it's just this idea that, you know, in the beginning, it's supposed to be perfect. Like, where are the images of when it's not perfect, you know? But I think the problem with these kind of myths and images and ideas around motherhood is that they make us feel lacking when we don't live up to these experiences. You know, you should look immaculate at all times. You should have amazing breastfeeding experience with baby gazing into your eyes. You know, you should bounce back after your pregnancy. There's so many ideas that are fed to us and for me like I didn't even realize how conditioned I was until I'm actually finding myself being a mother having these experiences and having to almost like get rid of this this mental clutter and ideas around what I should be experiencing. So the first myth that I want to talk about is that motherhood is natural and instinctive. And I'm going to give my personal perspective on this one. Um, So I don't think it is possible to instinctively know how to change a nappy or breastfeed. You know, I personally needed help and guidance with those things. I had no idea how to change a nappy. And breastfeeding was very challenging in the beginning. You know, midwives were helping me. I needed to watch YouTube videos on, you know, how baby latches on. I didn't know these things instinctively. And I wouldn't say that these things are inborn biological abilities. But I think that this kind of maternal instinct that we hear about so often is rather a sixth sense for what your child needs. And for me personally, This process of tapping into that intelligence was not instant, you know. It's come from spending a lot of time with Juniper and paying close attention to, you know, the subtleties of her facial expressions, changing moment to moment, you know, what does she need from me? You know, what does that that face tell me? And what does the sound of her cries tell me? You know, it's been an ongoing process and the process has involved trial and error. You know, some days I feel like we're not tuned in, you know, we're jarring and it's like I'm constantly getting it wrong. And then other days we're flowing. I'm like, yes, I get you, you get me. But that process, it it takes time and it definitely, definitely takes trial and error to be able to get it right. So I think this kind of expectation to give birth and know immediately how to be a mum is really kind of unrealistic and a little bit unfair to us, actually. It's a learning process and it involves trying things out, making mistakes and eventually finding your own unique way. So myth number two is that you should love being a mum all the time. Now, this is one that is very, very subtle and you only realise it when you become a mother. And it's kind of this implication that 
If you don't love being a mum every single day or every single moment, then you are somehow abnormal. You should be happy. You, you're a mum. You, you've fulfilled your purpose. You should be happy all the time. But I would say that who loves being or doing anything all of the time? You know, we are human beings and we have a variety of emotions and feelings. You know, we feel boredom, we feel anger, we feel frustration, we feel happiness, we feel joy, you know, we feel elated. And it's important for us to recognise all of those feelings and emotions that do come with being a mother. You know, there are intensely happy moments, but there are also times of chaos and times where you are feeling lonely and I think it's just important to recognize the variety of things that we experience as part of motherhood instead of pushing this whole you must be happy narrative the whole time and another kind of personal example of this idea of you know you must be loving motherhood the whole time is the other day I said to my friend um, I'm feeling low And she said, don't worry, love, you know, things will get better. It's a really intense experience being a new mum. And I was the same. And she literally jumped to the conclusion. I'm sorry if you're listening. I won't mention your name. But she jumped to the conclusion that I was somehow unhappy because of my parenting experience. And I was like, hold on a minute. Like, no, you've just completely misjudged that. I'm feeling low because I'm a normal human being. Before Juniper was born, I felt highs and lows the whole time, you know, sometimes moment to moment, like I'd wake up in the morning and feel, you know, low. And sometimes you don't have a reason for it. And sometimes you do. Other times I can wake up and bounce out of the bed, whack on the music, do my crazy dancing and just be completely happy. But I do put that down to being a normal human being, you know, feeling happy, feeling sad is completely normal. And sometimes I find those feelings come and go, like almost like the weather changing. In an instant, you can feel, you know, overwhelmed. And then, you know, in another instant, you can feel okay and completely fine and content. But I think what got to me and made me realise this is that it was almost like, well, if I'm not experiencing happiness then my sadness must be attributed to me not enjoying parenting or motherhood. Do you see what I'm saying? So it's just that that I recognise and I thought, oh, hold on, can I not just be feeling low as Poppy? Can I not just feel low? Or do I have to just be feeling low as a mum? But coming back to the myth of, you know, you should be happy the whole time, um, it's just bringing me back to this concept of ambivalence, maternal ambivalence. And I touched on this during my Birth of Mother podcast. Um, Give that a listen. So I, I kind of touched on this subject, but I think it's massive and I think it's worth mentioning again on this theme. Um, and my personal experience of this is I have found I am juggling my needs and Juniper's needs moment to moment every single day you know is this for me is it for juniper you know if i want to go and take a hot shower i think has juniper had enough time with me has she had enough playtime you know have i done enough with her to warrant taking time for myself and i feel like this is a constant question and before becoming a mother i never ever ever had to question this and it's just crazy like i I didn't know that this was even a thing. And this comes back to this whole myth of motherhood and the perception of motherhood. I think these subtleties aren't really spoken about 
um, which is really interesting because it means that everything's new. And in a way, I'm kind of happy that these things weren't spoken about because I'm just getting surprises along the way. You know, everything is brand new because <laughs> everything is different to what what I perceive them to be. So the final thing I want to share on this myth is that when I personally have been experiencing some sort of negative emotion around motherhood or a feeling, you know, a conflicting feeling usually, I often go to Google and I will Google my question. But the most interesting thing is I switch my browser on private and I search my questions in private. Why do I do that? No one's looking for my phone. Tom's not looking for my phone. You know, what is it? that makes me turn the browser on private? Is it because there is guilt and shame attached to feeling those negative things? Yes, of course. Otherwise, I would just search it and I would be like, well, if someone finds it, who cares? Is it that I'm hiding it from myself? So I think it's really interesting. But what is also interesting is that everything I Google, I find other people are feeling the same thing. I always find forums and forums of women expressing these deep feelings that aren't shared on mainstream media. So I guess this podcast in a way is a platform for me to share these things so that other mums out there or mums-to-be can listen and, and feel reassured that actually we are all probably going through the same thing and asking the same questions. So I do think it is important for us mothers to share and be honest about our experiences. You know, let's not suffer in silence. Let's not Google those questions on private. Let's be open. You know, when we're having down days, let's say it. Let's own it. Like, let's own our experience as mothers. So guys, I can actually hear my lovely Juniper in the kitchen at the moment babbling away And this is actually a good example of the theme of ambivalence because I can hear baby calling and that means that my heart is going bing, 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 go to her. So I'm going to cut this podcast short. I was going to go and talk about my personal truths of motherhood, but I'm going to do that on the next episode because I feel like I haven't actually checked how many minutes this is, but I'm guessing it's been a long one. So the next episode is going to be unpacking my personal truths of motherhood and this experience has blown my mind in so many ways so I can't wait to share it with you guys thank you so much for tuning in follow me on instagram pop that mama send me a message I can't wait to hear from you and follow on spotify for more exciting episodes if you are pregnant and you're listening stay with me on this journey because i'm going to be doing so many more podcasts on my motherhood experience and i know as a new mum like i love listening to other stories and other podcasts so it's a really lovely reassuring platform where we can all share and learn together all right guys lots of love